Hello guys, welcome back to Big Mood. We're going to start right off with a, a sponsor. Zola is an online wedding planning service for all of you brides-to-be out there. Mm-hmm. Are you ever engaged and you just like don't know how to make your wedding happen? That happened to me. I'm like, wow, cool, a ring. Oh my God, I have to make an event happen? How does that even, How do? where do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, Zola makes it very easy. Uh, you can find wedding vendors in your area. You explore save the dates and invitations. You create a free wedding website. You build your registry. It's basically a wedding planner without the cost of a wedding planner nice. so go to zola.com slash big mood today and use promo code save 50 that's save 50 to get 50 percent off your save the dates you also get free personalized paper samples before you're purchased that's zola.com slash big mood promo code save 50 yeah. now let's get on with the show i i think it's a missed opportunity that when people send out save the dates they don't call it std so you can just <laughs> give it to people you know give you an STD. i just gave you yeah. my std i'm that's gonna great. give hundreds of people stds well that's um, uh very yeah. fitting for the topic of this oh, true. show Sweet. um today i asked the girls if we could talk about crystalia mm-hmm. and his um reemergence from under the rock oh. that he crawled How into. How long has it been yeah. since that whole scandal broke out? Uh, that was like in June, I think. So oh. it's been almost eight months that he wow. just completely disappeared. Time flew by. Wow. So, um, like nine months. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you guys know about the situation? Because I, I know that I was a kind of a fan of his, but were you guys fans of him? I or read... did you know anything about what happened? I was not really a big fan of his, but um, I mean, he was all right. I mean, I Eminem has him in his music video, so whatever. But um, yeah. I, I did delve into uh, into the the heat. Um, you, you caught or, up with the yeah with the, the juice, the, the, juice, the, okay. the cheese Um So he was like giving girls alcohol, like young young girls alcohol, and like getting them super drunk and then mm. having sex with them. That's oh, I like. It was just- that's like texting. That's, that's the creepy ass texts. Mm-hmm. But then, like all the texts we're talking about, all these people's experiences were that like he would continuously bring them drinks and more drinks and more drinks mm. and like talk about having that's sex with them. Well, he was also really weird. like the texts and the DMs at least because like I reported on JK News, so I did read through a lot of them, and he was just really creep creepy but blunt of like hey so do you want to come to my room like hey do you want to suck my dick like yeah like what do you want to do like and he was just pretty much using his like like that power dynamic thing where he's a celebrity and then if you're a fan of his then like come fuck me yeah pretty much and without so that any, was, without any like yeah you know, hum, human part exactly, of just yeah. using them yeah. as like objects and then also the fact <laughs> that a lot of these women were saying that or I don't know if it was a lot, but at least a few were saying that they were underage and that he just didn't really bother to check or that he knew they were underage. Okay, like so there's obviously a lot of, uh, no one really knows what's going on. You right? didn't hear about it's, the bunch of drinks? No. So there was some, there was a one thing in a hotel room where he had alcohol available for girls. There, and then there's also been a lot of like speculation on that he's a pedo or something like that. I was a fan of his, so I looked into this a lot more than I think most people do because I... Yeah, you were a big fan. I was yeah. a big fan. And um, so... Um, I did see him in person once. Um, I went to a Whitney taping that's pretty cool yeah long ago i used to watch that show i mean that's kind of where i knew him from but anyway he was kind Mm -hmm. of like a not really a factor until his podcast came out where i think that's where he actually got a lot of his fame was from that because uh, let's be honest his stand-up is not very good i've only seen one and there, sorry, your, your hair is just so nice today. I can't Thanks. stop. <laughs> I like it. It's really Untangled, relaxing. Just shiny. 
Christina, you're getting off course here. I know. Sorry. <laughs> but I've only seen one, and it was like my favorite segment. That's the only thing I know about him. It was it doesn't even matter. The drunk girl. The segment? drunk girls was mm, that was kind of funny. Yeah. So I mean, like from from those bits, he got a lot of female fans. Like mm. I, if you look at me, I'm a blueprint of his fan base. I think, and a lot of people <laughs> in comedy know that a lot of his fans were girls. Um, what I liked about his material on the podcast was a lot of comedy usually consists of like self-deprecation and it's always like, oh, just like really kind of like dark things where you try to make it funny. But like Chris's, all of his stuff was just like, no, I'm the richest guy alive. I'm the youngest guy mm-hmm. alive. Like I'm so fucking buff. Like they're shooting a movie on my fucking back. Like I, and I felt like it was kind of funny to hear someone actually like make comedy in a way where it was like. I feel good about myself, mm-hmm. you know, like, so that's what the I, big dick that's kind of like why. Yeah, the big dick energy, but it was very bro and it's not great comedy that should be respected. And I know he's not very respected in the comedy world. I get it. Is he not? No, I don't uh, think so. I really don't think I mean, he is. I think he, oh, he was. Everyone has their niche. Yeah, so his niche is, it's, it's like trashy, like stupid like, bro was humor. Was Dane Cook respected in the comedy world? Uh, some people like him. I think they liked him a little bit and then all of a sudden the whole world turned on him somehow. Oh, he got too popular. Oh, <laughs> is that why? Yeah. And I don't Selling think it's like, it's like where they, like, especially comedians, like when they see someone who kind of doesn't really deserve it because their comedy's not that good, but then like the public eats it up because it's like yeah. trash comedy. That's it's like Jim Carrey, you know, like he was like wild, like on top. And then just like everyone just started hating on him. Oh, really? I thought yeah. the, the, the comedy style just shifted from like Jim Carrey style to like. Oh, it did. That's yeah, true too. Right? Yeah. Like what people wanted. Dry, yeah. 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 Dried out. People yeah. got yeah, sick of it. and. Mm-hmm. It became more hacky. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, for, for me, like, if I'm going to say who my actual favorite comedians are right now, it would be Tim Dillon and Dave Chappelle. So that's the type of comedy I like. But for some reason, I also liked Chris D'Elia's style of comedy. Dave I don't Chappelle know why. has never left my list. Mm-mm. Yeah, he he's just yeah. He's up there. He's, can do he's no wrong. been my, one of my favorites forever. <laughs> my favorite mm-hmm. was uh, freaking... Louis C.K. and he got canceled too. Oh, I know yeah. for very similar things. Yeah. So the dick, the pulling the dick out and masturbation mm-hmm. thing—that is one of the accusations against Chris. Was that? Um, so I, I took some notes because I, I have like I actually did. I went back and reread like what did the news actually say? What were the allegations? There was one where this girl who was an actress, she was 26 at the time. This was in 2011. She said that her and some mutuals they were out in West Hollywood they went to go eat dinner he was like oh hey can you give me a ride home she didn't really know him that well but she marked him as like a safe guy because he's just like mutual friend or whatever so she's like yeah sure I'll take you home so he gets in the car and he like he starts acting kind of like so we're Mm. you know what are we gonna do now kind of thing and she's just like "Mm," you know like I'm just giving you a ride home but then he whips his dick out oh no and starts like masturbating she gets out of the car he like finishes oh yeah Apparently, these are all allegations. Right. And then, so, I don't know what happened, but I guess somehow she got him out of the car and then left, you know? And then, so it was just very weird, like, very creepy, deviant sexual behavior, but the kind that, like, Louis C.K. did, where, like, there was no one actually attacked or raped or anything, but it's, like, that rape of the eyes. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's it's that really disgusting... Well, the fear of, like, I don't know what this guy's gonna do next. What could happen. Yeah. Yeah, what could happen is very scary, because he's a powerful celebrity at that point. Has has that ever happened to any of you guys? Like, a dude just whipping out his dick in front of you and jerking off when you didn't want it to happen? Yeah, I remember in high school. Whoa, I almost Um, got smacked on my own hair. Like walking home from school, 
I was, <laughs> um, I was walking home from school with my girl Jasmine and we always split at this corner, but we all stand at the corner and talk a little bit first. And then um, at the corner, there's a stop sign. And like sh I was facing a stop sign. Her back was faced towards me. And I remember talking to her and realizing I had like one earbud on and I realized, huh, that car's been stopped at that stop sign for a while. And then my music, like the song dies down. I hear, oh, 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 oh no. Oh. And then Jeez. I was like, and your friend didn't hear this? And then like she, I, I don't, she was talking, oh. you know? And then I looked behind her and the guy in the truck was like this Asian guy that was just jacking off. And I remember particularly. Well, he was kind of in his own little space though, right? Yeah, or yeah we you were, invaded his space. True. Okay, you, walked, maybe, maybe. you walked up to his maybe, car, yeah, you know? Maybe. <laughs> he made kidding, eye contact kidding. with me. And then I remember the first thing I thought was, why is it soft? What? Oh. Yeah, he was jacking off all was soft, and I was like, Wait, I've actually seen that. Yeah, I've seen that because he was lot, like in actually. a truck, and I was like, or like he was in a car. I was standing somehow that I can actually see in there. Oh. What if it was hard? Oh, that's sad. Jeez. That's really sad. And then you I told my know. girlfriend Jasmine, I'm like Jasmine, walk away right now, and I'm gonna make sure that you walk away safely because she had to walk past his car. It was gross. Damn, oh. dude. Yeah, similar so thing happened to me too. I was in like fourth grade, I think. Oh no, fourth, Ugh. fifth grade. Ugh. And I was walking to my friend's house who lived near our school and I would always go to her house after school. But the and usually I walk with her, but this one particular time I had to stay late to do something. And so she took off without me. So then I had to go to her house and I walked past um, this one home where this dude was like on kind of like a flower bed ledge like oh, right up against romantic. right up against the, the house and i remember clearly like he was wearing these basketball shorts and he asked me he was like hey excuse me do you know the time and then because i had a watch so then i look at the time and i tell him the time and when i look over he had his dick like out like through the pant leg of his oh, basketball God. short and he was like slithering it like a snake and i was i was fucking he was, traumatized how do you slither he a dick i don't know he it looked like that in my fourth grade oh, okay. eyes yeah like oh, that's what so i like, saw it's probably, probably moving up and down like probably yeah. but to me it looked like it was like that and i was just like it turned into a monster shit. basically in your child huh? mind it turned a into a monster yeah so yeah. i went i, I ran the rest of the way and i was crying the whole way and yeah. i was just like my heart was pounding i'm like holy shit like it, it was starts so young. I've never yeah. um, had a guy like masturbate in front of me where I wasn't approved first. Right. But um, when I lived in downtown LA in Little Tokyo, which is very close to Skid Row, I did see a lot of homeless dick. Mm. But I kind of give them a pass because they're on drugs or yeah. kind of crazy or, you know, like they're get, already so. I did low. get peed on, like, kind of. Oh my God. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like in Hollywood. Like, um, not on purpose. Not on purpose. Okay. Uh, I was in Hollywood and, yeah, a, a houseless man. Um, was urinating on the wall and I didn't know he was doing that until I walked by oh, okay. on Hollywood Boulevard well, you walked and into it his splashed stream. it like splashed on me yeah and then I was like oh it's not raining oh Eesh. oh ah uh, where did it hit you on my shit that's scary Ooh, yeah. too because like I remember when I was living in downtown too they had to like they had to spray the streets with I don't know some sort of uh bleach or just I mean because there's just like hep C outbreaks and stuff so you never oh, like yeah. getting peed on by a, home, mm -hmm. a houseless person is quite scary wow. just in the skid row area but anyway so other stuff that allegations against chris were um there was like stuff um i guess talking about teenage girls things but everything i've seen like when i get to the end of that road it's like oh he realized that they were 16 and then he pulled back and stopped right so i didn't see any clear evidence that he was pursuing underage girls there was probably a lot There's of like, like young 19 girls. 20 yeah. year old like very 
where legal, he was in his thirties. Yeah, legal like but questionable because like I, it's socially acceptable, right? Especially with celebrities. To me, I find it creepy to go for girls that are ten years your junior or fifteen mm. years younger than you. I just don't. They're just they're living out what they didn't get when they were twenty or right, nineteen right, or whatever. Because he's not a conventionally. Attractive. attractive guy yeah so then now he has a celebrity and now he gets pussy thrown like at so him so many youtuber guys were like that exactly. like they just blew up in gaming and they're nerdy yeah. dudes but yeah. like they had this huge following and very scandalous things yeah very scandalous so accusations. it's like one of those things where like am i shocked no am i disappointed yeah am i surprised no you right. know it's but as far as illegal um i don't think I personally don't believe he did anything illegal. Right. Um, morally, so just creepy. Creepy. Not yeah. Illegal. Morally wrong, yes, because there was like exposures. Those mm-hmm. are illegal activities. Like mm-hmm. exposing yourself to someone um, when they didn't consent exposure. is, I yeah. feel like that's illegal. So I yeah. don't know. But it, it, it appears he's avoiding any charges for anything like that. Because um, maybe the girls felt like, well, you know, I went to his hotel room and. Maybe well, they're maybe they're blaming themselves, so they didn't press to charges. Charge someone, you have to have a lot of evidence. It takes a yeah. long time. There's a lot of courts. It's like it's a, a process. It is. Like, yeah. do you want to involve yourself in that long of a process? No, that's why most people don't charge someone without enough evidence to like yeah. prosecute them. That's true. So, like, if you look at someone like Marilyn Manson, who was like actually abusing, yeah, uh, the people that he was with, and you know, this the I think the city is actually. Girl? I, I heard oh. something about, like, he would ask people, like, you want to see my girl's boobs? But that's about it, really. What? You didn't hear how he was torturing people? No. And, oh, it and was, like, BDSM, but, like, on the abusive scale where it wasn't actually BDSM in, like, a yeah, consensual way anymore. Yeah, like, he would lock girl, girls up and keep them from eating or talking to their friends or, like... And this was all non-consensual? Yeah. Well, according uh, to the girls The women now. are saying... A lot of women now are saying... Damn it, I love Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I know. Um, so... So I think so I think uh, the city actually just is already or the sheriff's department or somebody like it's there's yeah. a there's a point to where like the city or the state can yeah, actually can now. investigate you regardless mm-hmm. of if a victim calls for it or not. So yeah. like someone of that level of like actual, you know, illegal abusive behavior obviously deserves to be charged. Chris probably deserves maybe some sort of fines or something, but it seems like he's not getting anything and that's that's whatever. Oh, yeah. A guy f- did flash us in a park one time, and oh, <laughs> you're just sitting here thinking about random dicks no, that were flashed. No, it just, it just reminded me that, like, because um, cops were called this thing because there was more than just me. There was like families and stuff, Whoa. and so like um, the, the cop was like, "Do you want to charge him?" And basically, nobody charged him because oh, no. it was just like a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's like not worth it. Yeah, but then, and then like, they have your like they know who you are. You yeah. can become a target. And it's just, yeah, like, or like if you sue someone, then all of a sudden a lot of your own. Per- personal information has to be revealed true for whatever public data yeah so i mean i I get why they wouldn't and why he should probably still deserve some sort of something but i think the backlash in his career kind of getting fucked is is pretty good you know it's a pretty good matches the the sentence i guess because he's so publicly embarrassed you know he yeah he he went in he came and apologized and the apology basically said like look i realized that the celebrity and the sex and all that it turned into an addiction i was feeding emptiness with the addiction i didn't realize that because i was straightforward with these girls that it still um was kind of a using type of behavior i didn't realize how like bad it was until it became that bad like i didn't realize how shitty i was being until it blew up and then now i see that my behavior was like shitty sexual addictive behavior his his video 
coming like coming back and i don't know like me reading whether or not it was genuine it was like i don't know i felt like a lot of it wasn't very genuine i think he's still in the middle of coping with the fact that it's an addiction and also like not really wanting to believe that yeah he's kind of in he denial. doesn't have control over his addictions yeah, maybe yet. i felt that also it's as a man to have to like sit there and make an apology video like i get how that's probably really difficult for someone especially someone that built up an ego and everything like true to have to do that is very difficult um and also something i discovered in that apology video was that he was actually still cheating on his fiance Mm -hmm. who he has a baby with oh that part honestly kind of hurt me more than any of the rest of it because he was like i would still be cheating till this day if i didn't get caught so i i he said that yeah i figured like a guy a celebrity like that like yeah he's gonna get famous he's gonna get a lot of pussy or whatever but then i'm like oh he found this girl that now publicly he's saying i this is my fiance i'm gonna marry her and we're gonna have a baby i thought who is this girl i was like wow how fucking amazing like how lucky yeah how lucky like and then how awesome is she that like she's so amazing that he's willing to like forego the spoils of celebrity to like now be a married man while he's still very very well young enough to get a shit ton of pussy so i was just like wow this is crazy like he's such a good family man like <laughs> you know and then to find out, out he was cheating he the whole time cake and eat it too yeah yeah that was super disappointing for me that is disappointing because that's more of a character flaw like you have like the addiction quality but then also the character flaw of or the, you know of not well i think loyal. that's what the addiction does yeah, to you though yeah. it, it like above all else the sex part of it like getting your fix is Mm -hmm. above everything else so that is kind of like the addiction part of it so like you can be married to someone that has a sex addiction and they love you they love the kids but then they're still gonna like try to find ways to get that hit until they actually fully deal with the addiction so it's true i guess with drugs though it's like okay you may have lied to me and broken that promise but you didn't like cheat on me or like you know we weren't disloyal to me with a girl or whatever well, there's a it's, different there's form a of that person, when it yeah. comes to there's still then, a betrayal yeah for definitely sure. there's yeah. still a betrayal because then they're they're like stealing from you to get money for their drugs or whatever so yeah it's unfortunate yeah. with the sex addiction too because they can bring home stds and yeah, yeah. like it involves your health and too in a way involved. that it, yeah so that's really unfortunate but um i guess i i you know i took a well, one thing that I found was curious was that when he did disappear, none of his friends really stood up stood for him. Up for him. No one in the yeah, industry anything, was people, like, like disowned him. So I think there was definitely like he had a reputation of like, I mean, maybe the girls were getting younger and younger, like 18, 19. They're like, whoa, Chris, what's up? You know, like right. they saw his, they saw that he was shitty with women. Women were a commodity. And that's very unfortunate to find out as a fan. And I think a lot of the women that are in his fan base were kind of like, oh, wow, we feel you know duped kind of in a way where like we we liked him and his personality and we were a fan of him we gave him that celebrity but yeah but then it turns out in real life he treated women like like shit basically so that was um very sucky yeah i guess to go through you know and so when he comes back when i saw him come back i was like a little bit disappointed i was like man i'm gonna have to to earn my trust back. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> it's gonna have to like, make me laugh real good. It's kind of like I. It's like that weird thing where you're like, I know this person probably doesn't deserve to 
fucking go to hell and like yeah. have everything stripped from oh, him. Oh, it's terrible. He's a, you know, yeah. so it's like you have yeah. to get to a place where you're like, okay, well now we, you know, he deserves to be forgiven, but like I kind of don't want to, but then like I know he should be forgiven. So it's like exactly. a weird feeling right. when you are a fan of someone and then they do something and then you have to be like, okay, now I guess we have to process it and let it go and let you live your life. So there's a weird... Do you think like like when he jacks off and he like, he he finishes, does he get hungry? Burns a lot of calories, I heard. <laughs> I, I would be hungry. Like I would want to eat like pretty fast though. Like, right, right, right. Like right away. Right. But like something fresh. Right. Yeah. Something that you could just whip up in like 30 minutes or yeah. less, right? Yeah. Well, ladies, thank you for that transition. <laughs> Because I wasn't sure how I was going to get to jacking off in HelloFresh, but <laughs> you guys did it for me. You get there. Um, you guys know what HelloFresh is. It's one of those meal uh, delivery kits. Hello I just ate is, it yesterday. HelloFresh is actually my favorite. Mm-hmm. I've tried some other ones, even though HelloFresh is one that sponsors because I'm, I'm lazy, so I'm like, I want to keep trying different ones. HelloFresh is actually my favorite. I can say that for sure. Um, it's convenient, no contact delivery to your doorstep for easy cooking. Um I always get the one for like the family and cook extra yeah. and then just That's the way to do it. Yeah, it's it makes your life so much easier. We can kind of meal prep but also recipes that aren't the same boring like mm-hmm. turkey meatballs and rice, you know. Right. Like you get yeah. to try new things that you wouldn't have tried before cuz you get recipe cards, which is pretty fun. You know what's really cool? Isaac has actually been making our most recent shipment cuz they they <gasps> gave us like three meals. So Isaac's already made two of them. Oh my god! Yeah, cook? yeah. Well, I mean, Casey I and I are there to help. It, Mainly Casey. It holds your hand though. We're, I mean, yeah. Fresh makes it easy. Even Definitely. Steve could do it. Well, some that's of saying them. something. <laughs> that, that's saying something. He did burn the shepherd's pie, but the other ones. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, that's really, that one, that was, one was, so was really good. good. That one was really good. Was um, you can easily change your delivery days or food preferences. You can skip a week whenever you want to. Um, go to HelloFresh.com slash BigMood12 and use code BigMood12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash BigMood12 and use code BigMood12 for 12 free meals with the free shipping. Um, yeah, so go try America's number one meal kit. That food probably goes right through you, huh? Goes right through yep. you. <laughs> oh, God. Right through you. Why are we so disgusting? I don't know. <laughs> Our transitions are fire. They're, they're <laughs> disgusting and so terrible. Go ahead. <laughs> After you eat, the food goes right through you, and you got to poop it out. And you don't want to go to bed and lay down with a dirty butt. And I am a big fan of one wipe poopies. Have you guys ever had those poopies where you just keep wiping and just never stop? Yeah. Disgusting. I just no. get in the bath <laughs> at that point. Right? And you just start crying. Um... But you don't have to worry about that anymore because of Hello Tishy. Yay! Yay. Hello Tishy is a bidet, and we all know that we are huge fans of bidets. We actually have one here. Um, Mm. So you've probably been pooping the wrong way your whole life and have no idea. The brand new Hello Tishy 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here, and it's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and affordable. The best part about it is that you don't have to plug it into a a plug at all, so anyone can have it. Hello Tishy 3.0 doesn't just cleanse your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It also cleans itself before and after it's used with the Smart Spray automatic self-cleaning nozzle. It attaches to your existing toilet, requires no electricity or additional plumbing, and it cuts toilet paper used by 80%. See? One wipe. Mm-hmm. Or just a little, like one square and just pat it dry. Mm-hmm. So the Hello Tishy bidet practically pays for itself in just a few months. Plus, every Hello Tishy bidet attachment comes with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Seriously? After you guys, like, 
the bidet life, you just don't go back from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hate, hard to because then you really feel dirty is. after, like Definitely. when you're in a public restroom that doesn't have one. Exactly, it's pretty gross. No, I wish it was like Japan here and just every single toilet have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Japan is toilet goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so now you can go to hellotishy.com/slash/bigmood to get ten percent off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for our listeners. Go to hellotishy.com/slash/bigmood for ten percent off plus free shipping. That's hellotishy dot com slash big mood clean your butt butt clean your butt butt clean your thanks butt, butt. gina for yeah. that yeah um, the secret is you have the water spray up your butt like an enema mm-hmm. like you have to lose flush like, it just, out just relax your butthole let it go in there and then not only does it like clean it in there but it also helps whatever little hidey little small poopies that are still in there that are hiding disgusting <laughs> disgusting i mean I check with you. a doctor before flushing your asshole yeah. with water but why sure. are your walls so sticky <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> little pieces of hideys it's healthily lubricated in there okay <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't just really know. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm just picturing an asshole with shit and a bunch of water, and I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know if that's medically sound advice. Oh, my visual was like an intestine. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah, a lot of ridges. Okay. Well, anyways, moving on. I when I was going through this topic, prepping for this topic, I looked up sex addiction because I wanted to get a little bit of a better understanding. Because like we hear about it all the time, but like. Unless you're actually going through it or you know someone that's going through it, maybe you don't fully understand it. What I found, interestingly enough, was that the American Psychiatric Association does not classify compulsive sexual behavior as a diagnosable mental health disorder. It's not listed in the DSM. Mm. But the World Health Organization does. So Mm. it's weird. Like here in America... Yeah, the WHO <laughs> does list it as a mental health disorder. Here in America, we don't list it as a mental health disorder. Mm-hmm. I found that to be quite interesting and like mm. you would very think strange. that addiction in itself it would be the disorder because like I like you get addicted to your phones. Like there's like yeah, get yeah. that like addiction or even just the fact that it's a compulsory yeah compulsive behavior mm-hmm. that yeah. that it would still classify some sort of mental disorder. I wonder but why they don't. I don't know for sure. Um, but do you- it's because the people running the American ones are are yeah. sex ad- addicts. <laughs> They're like, this ain't like, a disorder. I don't want to admit it. Nah, it's fine. It's I can, not a problem. I can stop anytime. Yeah, watch. I can stop when I want. Want to fuck? But is that a problem though? The fact that it's not listed as a mental health disorder is it is it because we make compulsive or possibly unhealthy sexual behaviors normalized? Like, are we saying like, oh no, that's not a disorder. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine to fucking watch Preach, porn all girl. day long. It's fine to that's true. Um, have sex with thousands of people. It's fine. Like, is there some I mean, sort of our thing about our culture? Too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's hard to say because if, if I try to make an analogy with alcohol, for example, um, I think it would be in your ability to stop doing it. Because, like, for me, I like to drink. I could drink a drink every day and then stop like i don't have a prop a problem with stopping there's i could go years without drinking at all yeah, yeah you um, keep telling yourself that nikki go ahead <laughs> <laughs> i've actually had a full bar the whole pandemic because it's i, I can't yeah, you, i noticed that you've stopped drinking yeah, yeah i like don't if i'm not going i have to do something when yeah. I, after mm-hmm. I drink also i get drunk off of one drink so i'm a really cheap date but Same. um but yeah i judge it by like you know, I have some friends who had a serious problem where they couldn't stop. Like once they start started, they couldn't stop. They would wake up in the morning and want it. Like they would think about it all the time. Like, I think it's like you don't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas like, I only really thought about drinking if I was like, Oh, we're going out to dinner later. Like, Mm, I wonder if they have good martinis. Right. You know, that's that was my it didn't capacity. Become a of, chemical addiction for you. Yeah. Or a mental one either, really. So with sex, it's like I could love sex. I do love sex, but I don't think about it 
all the time, constantly. Right. When am I going to get my next hit? You know. Whereas someone like I mean, Chris is saying that for him, it did run his life. Like everything yeah. he did, every show he went to, all day long, it was running his life. So, wow. like food. Okay, like I, yeah. I did have an eating disorder. Yeah, and at one point in my life. All I could think about were calories and food right. and what my next meal was going to be and how many calories it was going to be. And for like two years, like it was that's all I could think about. And every and I would get really irritable if like I messed up somehow. Yeah. Like, so even if you didn't have bulimia or anorexia, you still had an eating disorder. Yeah. It, what's the one? Orthorexia. Orthorexia. Yeah. You're like a, yeah you're, what's it's like we're obsessed with being health as healthy as possible. Oh. Like it stresses you out if you're yeah. if you're gonna eat something like if you take a bite of a cookie then you're really stressed out that yeah. you took a bite of a cookie even oh, though geez. you're not like bulimic so you're not starving or throwing up but like it's just I would go to the gym if- for like five hours if I had a, a bite of a cookie. Oh man, Jeez. I need that disorder. <laughs> Gina, it's like a lighter I, version. A lighter version. Of weight, Gina, don't <laughs> glorify eating disorder. Yeah, okay? she didn't lose weight. I didn't of the really stress. lose weight because so much stress. Like I'm talking about the gym part. Oh, you yeah. could use it, yeah. Yeah, I, could. I mean, we could all go to the gym. Let's be honest. Maybe not we five hours. Calm down, Stacey. I love you, Gina. You're perfect. You're perfect. Okay, whatever. Love your body, everyone. <laughs> but it's weird because why don't these mental health professionals agree that this could become a mental health disorder? Because they're stupid. Are they though? They're I mean, these are, these are very like <laughs> isn't, dumb, that, dumb. isn't that weird? Maybe do you think maybe it's because it hasn't affected people to the point where they're like they're dying or they're in danger? Yeah, like what classifies a disorder? But like STDs are like pretty uh, dangerous true, 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 to people. True, 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 true. I That's mean, in my anxiety, it doesn't kill me, but I live with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it's true, still true, true. a disorder. Like you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I just found that to be very interesting, I know, and I like, feel like more people need to consider, like, you know, ma- mental health professional. You need to clarify why that's not considered a mental health yeah, that's disorder. Very odd. Then, like, Wait, if it's is not, like, is drug addiction considered? I I'm not sure. Or alcoholism. But it seems like mm. usually a lot of these. I think addiction and drug addiction would be classified. Or maybe it's like a male-run industry, this whole like mental health thing. And they're just like, ah, he's just fucking horny. We're all horny. Maybe mm. if your body's not physically Patriot. dependent on it. That's true, because you're not physically... But you, you, I think they probably get physically dependent on whatever rush of yeah. dopamine, serotonin, or whatever. Like, like- they, they wouldn't have physical withdrawals, though. That's you know, true. like where... You know, if you... Are addicted to right. opium or whatever. Um, they, yeah, that's a chemical get, addiction. Yeah, maybe. or they don't shut down. Like anxiety makes you shut down and can't do anything. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I think they, I think it does. Like, for example, like sex addiction or porn addiction. Like, there are things that happen to you after you stop. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, you're, I think it does affect your yeah, like your, your chem- perspective, your brain, or whatever psychologically, it is. Yeah. psychologically for sure. But I, but you know, your body being physically you know i'm going into physical withdrawals or like being physically dependent on it yeah it's a weird gray area where it's like you know you do these actions that then give you surges of chemicals like dopamine um then do you become reliant on those surges of dopamine from the actions that you're taking in order to get them it's a it's really questionable because so so with dopamine it's like i get we all get that from our phones. That's why social media is becoming an right. addiction. We do get those spikes in dopamine from like likes and comments True. and whatever, um, or what, or just like being scrolling. I don't know what it is really, but um, 
but it's not i don't think that's considered uh a disorder yet because no yeah, it doesn't yeah, really have that's the key yeah. point there yeah i think we've yet to like cross over that hill and maybe maybe they will eventually get classified that way because or maybe not the the freaking lobbyists that have oh yeah well they, yeah, yeah they're gonna be once like they can no, make no, money no. off it yeah true once yeah. They can make, how do we diagnose and then give them a yeah. cure for it they can exactly. make patches like nicotine patches but they're social media patches yeah <laughs> they give you that brick for a phone where there's like, like literally fake, nothing you just like fake scroll <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I did want to list out because maybe people don't know, like, am I addicted to sex or how do I know or whatever? So this is I did find oh. they listed out things. Behaviors and attitudes may include inability to contain sexual urges, detachment, meaning that the sexual activity does not emotionally satisfy you, strong feelings of attractions to other alongside continually being in love and starting new romances, Um so I guess that's the love addiction part of the sex addiction, but um, feelings of guilt and shame, giving up social work-related recreational activities. Um, so it's just a lot of things like meeting up with sex workers, cyber sex, practicing unsafe sex, persistent use of pornography, multiple affairs, multiple sexual partners, one night stands, compulsive masturbation. So that's got to be difficult, I would say, to pick a line and say this is where you've crossed it right unless it's just i mean if you can go to work like chris he went to work he showed up to every gig he had uh he got married he had a kid he had a relate he has relation he has relationship with his parents his brother his you know he's he's functioning in every area of his life but then also yeah chasing this addiction and like disturbing a lot of other people's lives from it like his fans that kind of got used and thrown away Mm -hmm. so at what point do we give him a pass and be like, oh, this is an addiction. I understand he has an addiction and I'm willing to forgive him for that. And at what point is it like not? Right. It's just yeah. behavior that's just shitty. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a tough question. That's yeah. a great yeah. philosophical question. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would like. Because yeah. like I struggle with that and, you know, but it seems like a lot of people, especially men, like they'll give him a pass. I don't know why. I mean, like Louis C.K. came back really fast. Did he? Oh. Yeah, I mean yeah, he's done, no, he's functioning back. in the commu- in the comedy world now. Did he come back? He, ca- I, he came, <laughs> he came so so hard back. <laughs> <laughs> I did buy his new special. I will say. Yeah, so see, I just had to see what it was like. Was, was it, it good? Any good? Was it good? Yeah, he actually it was a lot of it was about oh, the yeah. what he went through. So oh, shit, I gotta okay. watch this. Yeah. I like Louis C.K. too. I know, me too. It's weird because I I toe this line of like being a warrior for women because women are often victims of male sexual What he did was wrong. Right. True. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's another question I have for you guys. Do we need to hold entertainers to a level of moral perfection? Do we expect entertainers who are probably kind of fucked up anyway because why do you want to be an entertainer you know like are you attacking all they, of us right now I'm yes like, i'm attacking all right? of us right now <laughs> i know I'm everyone in this okay. room um just because she's quitting to be a cpa <laughs> she's know. like Uh-oh. why would you even want that <laughs> no 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 i'm just saying like <laughs> our, our 10 key <laughs> why, why do entertainers have to be moral upstanding Beacons. citizens i, don't, I, don't I guess know. that's a question like but even if like it was a regular dude i was dating that trapped me in a room and started masturbating or like i wasn't dating him he's just a yeah. friend like that i don't think that 
I mean, that's not an entertainer. I would still hold them to the same same no, standard. No, that's what of, I mean. Is so like that. these people, like, so is it okay to like let people like Chris and Lewis come back because we're like, well, they're fucking entertainers. They're degenerates anyway. Like, we R. Kelly coming that. back. Can we listen to R. Kelly? Are you asking permission? <laughs> no, I don't want permission for that. <laughs> that one was a, actually a minor. No, right, right, right. He so was locking women I mean, that's in along rooms. the lines of what you're saying, though, yeah. right? Where it's like, do we take the entertainer or like the art, art. for like its own thing? Do we allow that to exist? Yeah. Separate the art yeah, from yeah, the exactly. artist? Right. Yeah. That is a, a really great question. And also, I think that everyone has their own personal moral line, right. you mm-hmm. know, where... Um, you know, I know a lot of girls, women in comedy that will never accept Louis C.K. back in the space. Right. Well, especially his own victims, probably. Well, yeah. Yeah. that. (laughs) But yeah. um, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's really tough because I mean, I'm conflicted, too, because I think about that. But then also, like, if you think about like. If you broaden that idea and mm-hmm. then you go into like, well, what about companies? What about like uh, brands that we we buy or that whatever that we endorse? Like we don't know every single practice scenes. practices of everything they've done or to get to where they are. Like we don't know. Like the iPhone that there's children making exactly. these iPhones. Things like but that. we still use these iPhones. Mm-hmm. Or fast fashion. Oof, exactly. That's, that's an industry. Really right. So then it's like, well, fuck, like where do you draw the line like how do you how do you feel about all that there's a ton of people out there that do their due diligence they actually research a lot of stuff and i'm like more power to you max i don't know how to do that i don't have the energy for that but like morally though like i would love to yeah can you ever be perfect yeah. in all of the your daily activities that you do and who you support and exactly. what you support and what you buy from and where you spend your money yeah, yeah i feel like um, have you guys ever seen the good place I, no. I watched a few seasons because there was I watched this one a few part, episodes, but it got a little dry for me. So there's this one part that really reminds me of what we're talking about right now. So the good place, just a quick recap. It's like uh, it's a sitcom show where they think that they're in heaven, but really they're in hell. But they call it the bad place and the good place. And so there's this one part where they're trying to find That's out. That's a spoiler. Well, that doesn't happen for seasons into it. No, the, it happens in the last season. I mean, the first season at the end of the first season. Okay, sorry, I spoiled it. But the point is, the point that I'm trying to get to There's still is, a lot more show I actually that. didn't get There's there. A lot. There's, There's still a lot, lot more, more show. show after that. Okay, the point, surprise. <laughs> I had heard it before, but I did Sorry anyway. if I spoiled it for you. But the point is, um, once they end up getting to like the accountants, like when they're actually tallying up your points when you're on Earth to, to see if you make it to the good place or the bad place, everyone on Earth for the past, I don't know how many years, have been tallying up points or getting negative Merits, points. Yeah. Because of all these things, for example, like, oh, now I own an iPhone, I get a negative a thousand uh, points of child because of the child labor. Yeah. So it's just like no matter what we do, like way back in the day, um, like centuries ago, you know, a guy would pick a flower for his mom, like give his mom flowers. And like, you know, he got it himself and all this stuff. And so he got plus points. But then today, if you go to the grocery store and get some flowers for your mom, you're going to get negative a ton of points because you don't know like the labor that went into that all the ethical like right like things. the people yeah. in the fields mm. are probably massively underpaid right. and taken right. advantage of and all so that's that. that's why yeah. i brought it up because i was just like yeah like where what do how do we i think if you live in the first world there's no way you're, you're not contributing to that like even like we stand on the backs of the people in the field yeah here. i mean just by existing here and living here and being our here. culture and society <laughs> has built it around yeah. that where you can't function in it without somehow contributing but i mean we're not 
purposely individually affecting the lives of other people negatively right so at least like if we know about things we can make the decision now oh as a consumer well i can choose not to do that because whatever whatever i'm just going to make my own food now i'm going to move out to the country grow my own food i'm not going to have an iphone i'm not going to you know you can choose to participate or not whereas someone like chris he's choosing to masturbate in front of a a woman in her own car so there's obviously a difference in that type of activity consent is always the thing and i know in his apology he was like um all of my acts were consensual so but then you know with the allegations there's some allegations that don't like the exposure ones yeah Mm -hmm. where he's kind of glossing over like you know if he was in his hotel room and he called the manager to come up to fix his ac but he was naked while he was in there is that consensual i don't know is that is that true i don't know because i looked that that specific allegation at the hotel itself was like, you know, we, we never got any reports from any staff, so mm. we don't know. But, you know, when it comes to a celebrity, it's hard to say if people are going to rat them out or not. Mm, they don't know true. if their own job's <clears throat> going to be affected. That's so. true. Yeah, there's a power dynamic there that, like, you're almost too scared to yeah, rat but, someone out. And I did have this other question. I thought, um, is it easier to hold the moral high ground when you're not being constantly bombarded with the things that you would become addicted to or that could potentially turn you into a bit of a deviant. So like say Gina has like a penchant for maybe she's curious about eating people. Maybe she wants to try a people maybe eater. she wants to try a little piece of someone's leg. I mean so if you got to go to a buffet every weekend and try pieces of human, mm-hmm. could it potentially affect you and turn you into an actual cannibal mm. to where then you would go and murder people. I mean, like, mm. there's some weird kind of deviant thing that maybe all of us have kind of sitting somewhere deep inside of us, but we're not given that right. on a platter on a daily basis to say no, 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 no to. Right. So, like, if we're given basically the thing that we want, like, say, I like money <laughs> yeah. and I want to go buy fucking Hermes bags, right? Like, w- would I get to a point to where I'm going to start doing, like, illegal things to make sure that uh-huh. i can keep that money and then to keep buying like so well that's why there's all these fucked up scenarios with people in power like people yeah. that have like a lot of money i mean uh epstein you know like all yeah. these all these things are coming to light because once you get to a certain point where you can have anything you want you want you just it gets weirder turn, and weirder yeah. and then you don't even know where normal yeah ended. so then like is that human nature to like once you reach this level of too much power Maybe we should find out if, like, we're even able to create more humans. Right. You know, <laughs> so I can, so that I can eat more. Well, not that Gina. No, 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 no we're gonna eat. No? All right, no. Let's move away from that <laughs> yeah. and let's talk about. Although you can eat the placenta. I heard that's healthy. I don't. Yeah, think you if should. you eat your own placenta, no, it, it, it helps your nails and hair and stuff. Right. And I don't think that's med- only your own. Yeah, not medically sound advice, but you know what is medically sound. Modern fertility. Thank you, Jess. So modern fertility uh, is a home fertility testing kit. And so this has actually been really, really, really helpful for me personally. So once we got sponsored, they sent us over home kits and I sent mine in. I got my results and I was getting really worried because I, you know, Casey and I have been trying for. So I took out my birth control two years ago, but like really been trying since like September and I'm Mexican, so I'm like, I'm. I'm Why usually, aren't you already I'm pregnant? Yeah, yeah. Fertile. You're born with like, five babies. Exactly. Yeah. So Your I'm like, whole life should be a pregnancy, right? So I'm like, how? Oh, why am I not pregnant yet? And so I got worried, and so that's why I was just so grateful. It's the that European blood. 
Yeah, is it? Yeah. Yeah. So then I got, I was really grateful that they were able to send us a kit. And so I got my results. Turns out I'm normal for my age. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, oh, phew. I oh, have, you got yours too? Yeah, I got mine back. Mine says normal and everything. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I have symptoms and I wanted hormones to be the, Damn, the I reason thought I it's not. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, first of all, before telling you how to get this kit, I do want to mention that traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000. Boo. But modern fertility only costs $159 to get the same exact information all you have to do is do a simple finger prick and then mail it in with a prepaid label and then you'll get your personalized results within 10 days also if you have an hsa or fsa you can use those dollars on modern fertility nice you'll get insight into how many eggs you have like nikki hormone levels mm -hmm. like jess and other important fertility factors like what i received as well and so the results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also talk one-on-one -on -one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mood. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash mood. That's modernfertility.com slash mood. That's pretty good. So Get those insights. Hands. And if you want to start getting busy making those humans, maybe you want some nice sheets to lay on yeah. for our next sponsor's Brooklyn. And I put my I Brooklyn love... and sheets on yesterday. Oh, yeah? The freshly washed ones. How, how's that feeling for you? They feel like butter. Yeah. <laughs> the more you wash them, too, the better they feel. It's true. They get softer. They do. They're like the only sheets that I've ever had that feel like a hotel. Like it yeah. really feels like that hotel yeah, quality. And, and it's the only sheets I've had where they feel better when you wash them, too. Because I've got mm -hmm. some other sheets and um, I've washed them probably about 15 times now and they're starting to feel like they're falling apart. Don't oh. wash your sheets. Gina... <laughs> But yes, with the, when I wash my brick linen sheets, they feel better for Wait, some Wait, how reason. often do you guys wash the sheets? Every two Once weeks. A week. Every two weeks. Oh, jeez. Oh. But I, there's Ooh. only one person in my bed, and so I you sleep too? for... Yeah. Jeez, I'm this, disgusting. Is this weird? Because I, I sleep for one week on one side of my bed, and then I sleep for... Oh, my God. I have a king-size bed. It's cute. So Brooklyn was started by Rich and Vicky, who also tried to find beautiful home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. And when they couldn't, they founded Brooklyn as the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers to make luxury available directly to you without the luxury-level markups. Brooklyn has a variety of sheets, colors, patterns, and material. I got, like, stripey ones. It looks really good. <gasps> Me too. I got that one. Yeah? I got that nice. stripe. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. Mine are, like, plaid. Liar. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I got the solid uh, white and the solid cream. Boring. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have over... 50,000 five-star reviews. Jess did two of them because she sleeps on two different sides of the bed. <laughs> and Brooklyn is so much more than sheets. They're, they have, they got comforters. They got pillows, towels. Oh, Bryce, the towels the are so comforter. soft. What the hell? Can we get towels? Bryce. I need towels. They even have loungewear. Okay. Thanks, Bryce. And more. Loungewear. Oh, loungewear. Can Bryce. I get loungewear? Bryce. Loungewear. Bryce. I didn't even know they got loungewear. <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code MOOD to get $25 Mood. off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code MOOD to get $25 off when you spend $100 or more, plus free shipping. Brooklinen.com and use promo code MOOD at checkout. That's right. That's a big discount, 25%. Nice. It's a lot of dolls. Hairs. Oh my God. <laughs> big Set fan, the, big fan of Brooklyn. Set the mood.
with the right sheets. There you go. Good job. <laughs> that you. took a while. I yeah, I, it hurts. I was like, is she having a stroke? That took What's happening? too long, honestly. Okay, back to our topic of discussion. Yeah. I gotta keep you bitches in hey, line Hey, Jess here. was a fan fucker. Like, she was a fan that fucked up. Like, uh, she... Starfucker. Starfucker. Starfucker, yes. Yeah, she's Starfucker. That's, that's group, I have such strong opinions against it mm, because yeah. uh, I actually experienced it. But anyway, she hadn't gotten blocked, this could have been her. True. Oh, shit. True. You could have been the wife you was cheating on. Chris Chris no, Delia. no. Yeah. I actually have a boner for his brother Matt Delia. Ooh, shoot your shot, girl. Can you guys <laughs> tag Matt? Matt uh, tag Matt <laughs> in Justin's yep, Instagram, no. please. If no, you no, no, are no, 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 Matt single Delia. boy, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, uh, I, we've talked so much shit about his brother at this point. <laughs> I, I think uh, my chances. Imagine with, he becomes your brother. My chances with Matt are <laughs> I zero. I think we're being pretty fair. I think we are. No, okay. So my question again was: um, Do you guys think? That if you are bombarded with easy access to your vices, that you would be addicted, Perf- either perfect, oh. or would you no succumb to your addictions? How do, so how do I we tested know? myself. Um, I fostered kittens, and I was like, "Am I going to adopt those kittens?" <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, I have some good willpower. I mean. That's not really what we're that talking about. <laughs> you said my vices. Okay, having no. lots of kittens is not a vice. Think That's about think about your own personal. <laughs> so cute. Never... Think about your own personal vice. Like, what's something that you kind of do that Dude, you're I... kind of like? I don't think I should do this. But I know if I'm it got not out perfect because I'm literally doing it every day. Which is what my vice is to be Animal a sloth. Oh. What? Oh, a sloth. Oh. That's a sl- no. That's, a seven that's just sin. depression. I know. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> just depression. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm depressed. I don't think so. I do. I do think I, I might. Think you're have... a high functioning depressant. Maybe. I don't know. I, who knows? But every day, though, if I don't have something scheduled or like a commitment that I have to do that's outside of a commitment that I've made to myself, like for example, if I tell myself like, "Oh, tomorrow I'm gonna do some yoga," outside of that, because I, I won't do it, I will just lay in bed that doesn't or hurt like anyone though. around i know i don't think our vices hurt, hurt anybody anyone. no it hurts it hurts my family oh they want to spend time with me and then Gina, oh, oh, sorry. She, she wants to for being <laughs> a lazy piece of shit <laughs> no yeah but like no yeah it hurts because like sometimes you know like well more recently i'm like trying to peel away i'm like bitch you could do this shit and then so like we i've been trying to go hiking and stuff but like you know with isaac i see him growing up so quickly he's already 13 and like his whole childhood i'm like there was so much more that I could have done. Maybe you have low iron. Maybe. Or some like like vitamin too. deficiencies. Or I really something. think I have a vitamin yeah. deficiency somewhere. I mean, that's easily figured out. When I, I when I tested low on I think it was B12 and and vitamin D, I was low on D. Um <laughs> I it, I found out my birth control was actually blocking oh. my absorption, but um. But anyway, I loaded up on supp- supplements and also I changed my diet a little bit. I used to have to take a nap at like 3 p.m. every day. Like I was so fatigued all yeah. day every day. And then that vitamin deficiency thing, like turning that around, I had so much more energy. Also, like going plant based for a while. Who Wait, did you how go- do you test that? There we go. Sorry. How do you test? Yeah, vitamin- you can go to your doctor. Um, my my gynecologist did it. Yeah, it was oh, a blood, your gyno blood test. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do they do a blood test? Mm-hmm. Literally, you can go to like Jeez. Quest Diagnostics and just get yeah. a blood. It's the easiest Quest thing ever. But I'm talking about vices, though. Like. Maybe you like to drink mm. a lot or something. Like maybe when you drink, then you start cheating. Um. If you had constant access to go out every weekend and cheat, like, you know, like h- at what point do I you have- feel like you're perfect? And if you had the opportunity to have everything you could ever want served to you, do you think that you would be abuse I mean, it? Yeah. Like I if I, sure. my 
question is like, is it easy to stand on the moral high ground because we don't have access to the things that we could go down the hole with is, or do we really feel like, no, there's some people who, even when they have access to everything, I think it brings out who you really are. Like I honestly just think that money and power bring out who you really are. A lot of people get money and power and they're huge philanthropists and they start big charities and they they give a lot to the world. Some people could still be good with all the money and with all the power. Yeah, because I I mean, when I really try to be honest with that situation, I don't know if there's a thing that I'm like dying to do. Like there really isn't. So I think that's why I was trying to put myself in the perspective of if I had those, knowing me, I. I don't think I would be like perfect. we'd all be like travel addicts. Yeah, right? yeah there's yeah. like gotta go to all the beaches in the world. Right. Yeah, because I, I feel hurt like those beaches. The, re- <laughs> the reason why I bring this up though is because I feel like a lot of men excuse behavior like this, like from Lewis and Chris, because they're like, well, if you had access to all these women and if you had access to all, of, like, who would you, you yeah. know, you'd probably they're, do. They're the living same out thing a high too. school fantasy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right. they're just like they they wanted all these things since they were younger. They saw other people getting them, and then now, finally, when they're way older, they have all the money and power, and, and women are flocking to them. A, a feeling they've never had before. Yeah. Like, and maybe they've always secretly craved it. And so, yeah, I I, I can see how that would affect someone's mental state, I think it all depends on how you grew up, so how like much of you was fulfilled throughout your lacking. life. Like, yeah. It's so hard for me to form an opinion on this because I've never, I'm not, I don't really have like an addictive like, can't relate. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah, relate same. to it. Yeah. Not really an addictive personality. Yeah. Well, okay. I do have another question and, and it involves like the celebrity or like the general public versus, but yeah, the general public versus the celebrity and like when people come out with their apology videos and all that and then, you know, the fans have to take it in and decide what we're going to do with it, accept it or not, allow his career to come back or not. Um, do we stay mad at celebrities because they're not necessarily having these behavior epiphanies on their own? It's like they got exposed and then now they're forced right. to change that behavior. So like Chris, if he didn't get exposed... He said he would have probably continued to con- to do this kind of sexual deviant behavior. He would have continued to cheat on his wife. Is it harder to forgive him now because we know that he was just forced into this like, oh, this behavior is not good and now I'm embarrassed? Or it's, it's, is it is it hard to forgive because of that? Or, or does it change the dynamic of forgiveness at all? You had to hit rock bottom. Something bad happened to you. Then you realize you're wrong. So which one is it? Or w- then you realize you had to change? Oh, man, that's that's a tough one. It depends on what it is, too, because like with Bill Cosby, like 60 something women mm. coming out and saying they got drugged and raped the same exact Jeez. way. It's a little harder to like wrap your head around the like forgiveness area because that caused right. trauma in so many women. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's about how many other lives you affected mm-hmm. I mean, in my personal opinion, because I think everyone's different when it comes to. If, how much of a fan they were, how bad they think their celebrity fucked up, you know, um, how how good they apologize. You know, I think it's everyone's got their own levels of what they're willing to accept. But for me, if it's like you personally inflicted pain and trauma on other people and other people's lives, um, it's harder to come back from that, I With think. Malicious intent. Yeah, like, yeah, and taking advantage. Right. And Would like, you feel differently if instead of being exposed, one day he just got on his podcast and he was like, you know what, guys? I've not been able to sleep. I realize that I've had an addiction and I've been um, treating my fans like a commodity. I've been sleeping. Like, if he exposed himself, right. 
when we forgive him that's differently, way better. that's better. Yeah, that's yeah. better. Way better. Yeah. So it's better for you to just be upfront with it, confront it, move past it, and be better. And so, like, if if Chris would actually come out on his own and actually say, like, yeah, like expose himself, and then because that taking accountability is the first step really is like I don't even think he knew that he did was doing something wrong you know yeah I don't right. think he did point. either that's the hard part on, this, true. on this particular incident you yeah think so? even when when there was no consent given he whipped out his wiener I don't know maybe he was drinking he didn't realize he could like, also play it moment. off as, he says he doesn't drink a comedian oh, shit. yeah he doesn't drink Apparently, oh, he doesn't he even doesn't, have that. There he was a couple drink. other comedians that after this came out, like another, a couple other like got almost like secondhand exposed because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. other comedians were also had also done these things like whip their dick out. And I don't know if that's just a thing in that circle. I've never had that happen. Well, to me, there was but. one story uh, with Chris where another comedian said that like he would whip his dick out like just in front of like if there's guys in the room and girls like he would joke around with it and be yeah. like, oh, here's my dick. Like it, kind of like a locker room thing that turned into yeah. like too much and now there's also women in the room so like what the fuck but like i can see it like the guys when they get together they they create kind of like they will kind of create that toxic kind of environment that's crosses lines and but then if you're in it you kind of maybe don't realize how bad or toxic it is yeah also i mean they're fucking comics they're degenerate so it's like some are better than others but it's weird it's a weird environment Right. And especially for women, it's very difficult for them to be in it as it is. And then to be exposed to that kind of sucks, too. Mm-hmm. In a room full of people. Yeah. But like just one on one locked in a car. Right. Yeah. That's really scary. Yeah. That's where I think if you're if you are suffering an addiction, if you're if you're able to live with yourself after doing something like that, you must be able to justify it in your head. somehow. Right. Yeah. Because, like, when I was on drugs, like, I would justify whatever action I had to do. I did coke and went to church once. You know, I, I justify, like, in my head reasons why it's okay. Right. I mean, the continue. higher you are, the closer to God. So yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> I get it. You know? Jesus. <laughs> I'd be a great drug addict if I can justify like that. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good justification. <laughs> Yeah, but the whole forgiveness thing, though, like, I think if if he, with his actions, I guess, it's just really how he's probably going to gain the respect of mm-hmm. of his own audience, of the public. It's just like, how are you going to conduct yourself moving forward? Yeah. Was he able to save his relationship? I think he's still with his fiance, as far as I know. Oh. Like, and no one in the... No one's announced that they're not together, as far as I know. So what's the public reaction to this video? How were the comments? How do they feel about him? Obviously mixed. Positive. Well, okay. Well, when I, I was looking through them. Well, if you look at comments positive. on his channel, right, and then you go to Reddit, like, sometimes oh, there's right. a different story. Because, right. like, we don't, filter your- we don't know what's mm-hmm. filtered. We don't know. But then also, I think a lot of his fans... Um, they did really feel a, a vacuum or a void when he left because he mm-hmm. left so suddenly. There was no clear evidence of anything illegal, per se. So a lot of them were like, hey, he doesn't need to just fucking blast off the face of the earth because he, sh- he whipped his dick out. Louis C.K. did the same thing. He's still here. So why did Chris have to well, be so gone? So I think a lot of people were quick to like want to Louis C.K. was gone it. for like almost a year, though, too. Like, or, or actually, That's I think true, over but we, a year. we forget, you yeah. know, like we forget like he's back and he's fine. Based, I mean, not fine, but he's back and he's working. So I think it's easy to forget. Yeah, I guess if you're if you're a fan, you don't you don't see like all the 
all the other stuff that they're going through. You know, you're mm-hmm. just like, wait, come back. Yeah. Did you he know? address the reason why he disappeared? Was it for like legal reasons or just because he wants to get away or? Oh, he did. He ended what up did saying, he, say? he said that he just um, felt it was best to just be gone. Right. Like he just felt like that's that like he he came out with the statement. And he wanted the statement to speak for itself. And that's why like yeah. he just wanted that like this buffer time to just like let himself focus on how he needs to be better or like his own fix his relationship. Yeah. I'm sure his girl his was family. like going to leave him. I mean, it probably got really bad. So yeah. he needed. And then how do you get on your podcast the next week and like be funny when a lot of your exactly. comedy kind of oddly skirts around like mm. having this ego and like you're so rich you know like doesn't make a dent it's like well your re- your reputation has a huge fucking dent now yeah mm. i don't think it would have been the right move to just continue as normal after all of that no i i think that he did the right thing in that regard to like take some time and reflect but yeah. um but yeah i think everyone has their own line right it's really mm-hmm. yeah it's really just a a philosophical question at that point it's pretty crazy i mean since i didn't see any actual illegal behavior i don't feel like his career should be completely tanked although morally i disagree with a lot of his behavior so it's gonna be hard for me to like jump right back into being a fan and that's kind of where i'm at on it i'm like i don't know if there's if the behavior is stopped then that's good yeah, I'm not a fan of, or I was so, never like a fan of his, yeah. so it's hard for me to comment. Um, but I am a fan of Eminem. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no way. We know. Yeah. We know. He's gotten accused of a lot of things over the years. I've been a fan for over 20 years. I mean, listen years. to his lyrics. He talks about like I fucking know. beating women and yeah, like killing them. Yeah, but that's artistic. And- that's sure. That's art. <laughs> it's sure. You great. Feel, He's a great guy. It's like, you know, when you're like, you have so much passion in your relationship, you like love them, but you hate them so much because you love them so much. And, yeah, oh, you just like, want to fucking, fucking murder them. Yeah. So So he got it out through art. Hopefully, but anyway, watch we find out he has like a basement full of oh, fucking geez. dead women. No, Jess, okay, sorry, no, don't ruin him for sorry, me. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, like he's gotten he's gone through a lot of scandals. He got you know banned from MTV. It was it was a lot of stuff. But um, I think like as a fan, I have like seen seen him grow and evolve, and like he's apologized for certain things. And I, you give him a pass as a, a tortured fan. artist. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just someone that was an outcast and was like beat on like all through his childhood mm-hmm. and I, I he went through a lot his mom trauma had Munchausen syndrome by proxy yeah and so um so yeah like I, I kind of see all that and I'll give I'll weigh all of these things but I know tons of people like that in our social circle that will not ever be a fan or just like he's misogynistic he's homophobic he's like all these, these things he's very and, problematic to be honest right and so like as a fan I'm like no I don't think so but yeah um if you're an outsider or you just have like these these facts that you're just you know, these these things that you're just seeing on the surface, I think it's easier to make a judgment and be like, ew, what a gross person. Right. Yeah. So I think it's all up to how much you want to delve into knowing that person and how much benefit of the doubt you want to give and where you are as a fan. Yeah. yeah. How much humanity you allow people to have that also includes the dark side yeah. of humanity. So I think he's been very self-aware and open with all of his mistakes. And I think that's at the end of the day. Marshall? Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, being a fan of anybody when they're willing to like open up, admit their mistakes and like move on and like evolve and grow like. Oh. What? What? M and M Marshall Mathers. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? And that's the end of our show. (laughs) That's the most. That's the latest fucking wow. realization of that wow. that's a 30 year old realization Gina 
20. Anyways, thanks for 20. watching our episode, y'all. Uh, I learned something new today. It wasn't any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Just literally about Marshall and Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, yes. Uh, subscribe to our show if you enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Um, if you really want to support the show, the best way is to visit one of our sponsors because they're the ones that keep this show running. And give us five that, stars on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, yeah. Rate us, comment, any sort of uh, interaction with this show, whether it's just clicking on it and letting it run. Who fucking knows? Share just with your friends. Share with your friends. Just or talk shit in the comments. I'll talk shit back and we can go back and forth and get a ton of comments. Yeah. <laughs> say that I sound boring a bit and I'll to write back and I'll say, well, you sound like a rapist. So, you know, let's have a conversation. <laughs> let's have fun. Fuck it. Let's do it. Anyways, thank you guys for coming. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.